0: dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer. So cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Have you ever said to yourself, this is just for now. All the while you're daydreaming about a different life circumstance that you'll one day courageously capture? Hi, loves, I'm Scout. And every time I hear someone tell me that their job, career, relationship, life circumstance is quote unquote good for now, my mind goes insane as I frantically try to pull the true meaning out of them and figure out actionable steps to achieve what they envision in their head. This idea of setting a better standard for your life is what this podcast is all about. Let's do this. Hi, everybody. This is Scout, your host. Um, I'm recording this on a Friday night at 9.20 p.m., which is... Um, kind of way past the time that I do anything. I'm usually kind of shutting down, reading a book, maybe journaling, um, probably going to sleep or like watching TV with my husband and just unwinding after my skincare routine. But I am currently in Palm Springs with my family. We are here for a little vacation since obviously traveling with COVID, staying in hotels, all that good stuff is still a little bit dangerous. So we rented a Beautiful mid century modern Airbnb. Um, And we're all here, and everyone kind of went their separate ways after dinner tonight. And so I kind of whipped out my journal and I just journaled for two pages just to kind of get more connected to myself since I didn't really journal this morning. I like to journal every single day. And um, then I did my skincare routine and listened to Shaman Dirk's podcast, um, an episode that he did almost over a year ago with Lacey Phillips, um, I kind of like to jump into the spiritual realm at night with my podcast listening. And I just felt this urge to come on to the podcast today and talk. You know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a little bit, you know that I don't post regularly on a certain day every week. Um, So if you like what you hear here, 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 that's strange. Um, please subscribe so you can get the notification of when I do upload. I am, I, I've been a little bit inconsistent with it in the last two months just because there's been a lot of change in my life, as well as quarantine kind of got less intense and my life got a little busier. However, I kind of had this ping, as Lacey Phillips would say today, to Kind of upload a lot more, maybe twice a week, maybe three times a week. Um, I think it's a really nourishing place for me to come and to kind of just kind of load, dump, whatever you want to call it, all of my thoughts. So if you are new to this podcast, welcome. I am Scout. I am the co host of Ocasis Podcast, which you might know me from. And I am also the founder of Scouts Agency, which is a uh, female oriented PR and podcast agency or podcast PR agency, I should say. So um, I've been running that for over a year and a half now, and I've represented incredible women like Rebecca Minkoff, Kelly Baker, Kat Sadler. Um, It's been a super big treat. Lauren McGoodwin, It's been really amazing. And so I've kind of decided to combine my entrepreneurial stuff into this podcast as well as mental health because I live with a very severe case of bipolar disorder. So today I wanted to come on and talk about pivoting. I am notorious for pivoting and pivoting in your career is something that is usually looked at as a negative. Um, People don't think that... You should change jobs every year or two years, or your passions can't change, or your interests can change, and you should go in this linear fashion up this ladder towards whatever biggest promotion, biggest title you can get in that one specific industry. And I have never lived my life this way. I don't know what inherently kind of came about within my soul, within my imagination, within my confidence that told me that I didn't need to follow such a linear fashion and believed that my career would be cyclical and it would be up and it would be down and it would have detours. Um, very similar or exactly as life is. I don't know why our career would be any different. Um, I've always taken a different approach, but I've always trusted the universe that every new career advance I make will help me towards my next step, whether it's in that you know company, whether it's in my own company, whether it's a new side project I'm starting. Um, I'm also you know, I feel like there's two types of entrepreneurs. There's entrepreneurs that enjoy starting things and then there's entrepreneurs that enjoy running things. And so I kind of always have to have a new fresh project on the back burner just to keep that creativity going, to keep those imagination juices flowing and to really be in that state of birth and creation. That is where I so thrive. And that's why I kind of change things up in my agency a lot. I change procedures. I change services. I change the way we do things. I change their are target clients, um, while keeping it kind of on the same mission of representing women. Um, but I always need to change things. And for a long time, people would look at me and say, oh, there she goes, starting another this, starting another that. Um, you know, let's see how long she sticks with it. But ultimately, all of those endeavors and projects and things that some of them I made money on, and some of them I lost money on, all led me to the point where I'm at now which is running scouts agency which is a huge success and kind of living and and has enabled me to live my life on my own terms and granted me a freedom in my career in my personal life that I have never known so i wanted to sort of destigmatize pivoting destigmatize careers being quite linear and potentially let someone know that maybe they don't know what they want to do, but they're afraid to try a bunch of things. I want you to know it's okay to try a bunch of things. It's okay to hop from industry to industry to figure out where you land, because once you do know where you land, you'll know it in your heart. So I wanted to kind of go through the trajectory, um, sort of like an outline of every single fucking job and project I have ever done. Um, Just for reference, I am almost 29, at the point of recording this. So we'll start when I was 22, which is when I really believe my career quote unquote started. I was 22 and I started my own magazine and I had that three issue magazine. We had Halsey on the cover. It was sold at Barnes and Noble locations nationwide. They actually reached out to me to sell the magazine, which was fucking wild um and then i was brought on after that to and then i switched i totally pivoted um i was in college while i was doing it and you know i the magazine, while it taught me so much, was really sinking money. I hadn't kind of, you know, I had the savvy to create and to birth a beautiful aesthetic publication, but I didn't yet have the skills to understand how to manage a business and finances to make a business profitable. So from there, I transitioned into digital. I went from print to digital. So we're still in the industry of editorial, but digital and print are are, are such different beasts, such different creative monsters and I went digital. So I became the Director of Operations at EntityMag.com, which still exists today. It's a beautiful uh, women's mentorship site. And I worked for a year to get that site up and running. Um, so I helped found the site, I helped, um, organize the interns and the team and the employees and, you know, helped with basically everything. My hat, I was wearing a plethora of hats while also learning the operational side of a startup and of a large scale business. And so that's really where I got my business acumen that was really lacking in my first entrepreneurial pursuit. So from there, the company moved to Los Angeles and I couldn't move since my husband, Um, was in school in San Diego. So I decided to take some time off and uh, I started, uh, but I had fallen in love with the digital space and creating content. So I moved from editorial to creating content as a blogger. And I was blogging every single day, writing articles, which was really kind of my home base. I'm a writer since I was very, very young. And so writing has been One of my greatest passions as well as one of my biggest strengths and I started writing blog posts and from writing a blog post, I really got into content creation and then I started my own podcast. Um, From starting my own podcast, um, I wasn't really super happy with the way it was going after a year and I... So wait, let me back up because like multiple things were happening at the same time. So I started my blog. And I started a podcast. I realized that the blog wasn't so for me. The idea of being a blogger, while I enjoyed the process, there was something about it that didn't feel super aligned. But yet, I tried it for eight, eight to tw- eight months to a year. I did it um, very consistently and like put my blood, sweat, and tears into it. And um, after a year, I ran out of my savings, and it was time to really get a job. And so I went back to my operational skills and became the director of operations at my mother's startup company. And during that time, I still had my podcast going and it was a solo podcast as well, but it wasn't jiving with me. It was stale. It wasn't growing. I wasn't treating it like a business. And that's when I asked my sister to be a guest on one of my episodes. And I had such an electric time with her that we decided that I would shut down my solo podcast and start OKSIS. so we started OKSIS OK August 2018 while I was the director of operations for my mother's startup app. And through podcasting, seriously, like actually entering the space and, you know, garnering up an incredible community of listeners and women and being, inter- being able to interview incredible women and guests, um, most of our girl crushes that I can't even believe I've had the honor and privilege of speaking to for an hour. Um, we, we uh, hired kind of like a podcast PR agency. And long story short, it didn't work out. Um, but I was really intrigued by what they were doing. And I was working for my mom's startup app, but that itch to be my own boss, that kind of ruled over me when I had my magazine as well as my blog and, and having my podcast kind of came about and I, and I really knew that I needed to take control, complete control over my income, over my daily schedule and over my career. I also recognized the power of podcasting and how being a guest on a podcast was such a beautiful, intimate, raw, and human way to spread a story, whether it's the story of your brand, whether it's the story of battling an illness or a mental illness or whatever it might be, whatever your jam is. Um, So I recognized that and I started or I just randomly decided to start a podcast agency. And this stemmed from the idea was kind of birthed from working with this other agency. And then um, actually one of my clients today, who was a past OKSIS podcast guest, we were at to dinner and she said, you should help people start podcasts. And so it kind of just put that into my mind. And I created a media kit, created like a really quick website on Squarespace. And I literally sent out a thousand emails to a thousand podcasters. Um, I niched down. I was like, I'm only going to represent podcasters. And I started doing three services for them. I started booking guests on their podcast. And then I started getting them as guests on other podcasts to promote their show. And then I also did traditional PR. And after a while, I felt as if I had really cornered the podcast market and I had really worked with the women that I wanted to work with or the women that had the budget to work with me. And I was looking at really scaling my agency. So I left my director of operations role at my mom's startup app. There was about four months when I was working both jobs plus OKSIS. And I went full into Scout's agency. And then I pivoted from representing only female podcasters to representing female entrepreneurs and female-run brands. So everything kind of just evolved from physical magazine to digital media, to blogging, to podcasting, to back to director operations, to another podcasting gig, to the podcasting agency that is now Scout's agency, and then to this podcast. So everything, I, I mean, looking back, I can see how they're all connected and I can see how one step truly led to the next. Um, that's like a lot of transitions, projects and careers to go through in such a short amount of time. And every time I would start something new, my parents or my husband or my friends would be like, wow, you're starting something new. Like, are you sure? (laughs) Um, and it's not that I can't stick with something. It's that my soul was constantly searching for the right thing. And the right thing now is most likely not going to be the right thing in five, 10 years. And that's okay with me. I can evolve and my goals can be different and my daily challenges are going to be different and my daily stimulation is going to, my needs, my stimulation needs are going to be different. As long as you are letting your past experience roll you into the next and as long as you are progressing and up leveling with each new project or role you're doing, you know, it's okay that your career isn't super linear or that you're not super boxed in or that you have a million things going on. I actually work better when I have a million things going on. I have Scouts Agency, I have OKSYS Podcast, and I have this podcast. Because there's different times of the day that I feel different energy. And depending on what energy I feel is where I direct my attention to whichever project or business I have so for example, it is 9.20 at night on a Friday night, and I had the energy to hop onto this podcast. When I record for Scout Podcast, my energy is very different than when I'm recording for OKSIS, and it's also very different when I'm working on Scout's agency, so I am multi-energetic, I guess you could say, multi-passionate. My awareness is in many places, um, but that juggling act is what works for my brain. Maybe it doesn't work for your brain, and this is not Kind of a podcast episode to persuade you to have 3 million projects going on. It's just a podcast episode to say that if you do work better with multiple projects going on, then that's what your brain works better with. You need to find the pace, the schedule, the routine that works best for your biology, physiology, and emotional capabilities as long as you find that, you will be in a flow. You will be in a flow more often than not. And it's about finding kind of what works for you and not necessarily following a trajectory that potentially has been placed into your hands by society. So don't feel bad about things that don't fit into that societal trajectory. That might be your magic. That might be your passion. And at the end of the day, when someone tells me I'm either doing too many things or I shouldn't start something else again, you know, it's not their life to live. They're not the ones that have to go through the day to day processes and the day to day tasks I do. And so, if those tasks, processes, and individual developments really cater to my soul and to my fulfillment center, then why would I not do it? And I should also say I've gotten super, super fucking good at managing my time in the sense that I don't really work over eight hours a day. I keep everything very manageable. I, When I work, I work. I have no distractions and that's what I'm doing because I'd rather put 100% into what I'm doing so that you know, after five, I can relax and have time with my husband and be really, really mindful and present there. So you can have a bunch of things going on without burning out, without beating yourself up, without going crazy with work. Um, Understand, of course, your bandwidth as well as what's going to make you stressed. It's a really fine balance. And this is coming from a girl who has burnt out before, believe me, who believes in a lot of hustle culture um, with my own opinions, obviously. Um, So, yeah, just this is just a PSA to find what works for you and you can imagine what works for you. You can create what works for you. Maybe it hasn't been done before or maybe there's plenty of people out there that have a schedule that you didn't think was possible that can serve as your expander. You know, there's just, I just never want anyone to be locked into, I have to do it this way, or this is how my career needs to look, or this is how my schedule has to look. That's all bullshit. You can truly create the exact career, the exact schedule, and the exact routine you want with a little bit of imagination, a lot of courage, and taking action. So remember that things can be cyclical, not linear, Um, which is very well parallel to mental health. Um, I love kind of going through that highlight reel because it's very much my career. And I'm like, oh, that's when I had that like super bad depressive disorder. And that's when I was hospitalized. And this is this. And so my mental health like really weaved into all of this and and has been a big um, support in helping me pivot so many times because my mental health would always tell me, yeah, this was fun, but it's not it. Next and it's okay. It's okay to go on to the next. You will figure it out as long as you are making smart decisions and enter into the next thing in a beautiful, graceful, almost kind of connected way. Just just believe in yourself and your intuition will tell you where to go. So if you liked this episode, I would super appreciate a five-star rating. Um, it means more to me than you guys know. And if you're feeling super inspired, feel free to leave a review. I hope you guys have a wonderful night, evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you are listening to this, and I hope that your career kind of not enhances your life, but fulfills your life. Yeah, that's it.